Hi, everyone. You're about to listen to my conversation with Andy Volkert. Andy is the tournament director of the Milwaukee Tennis Classic that's being held this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's completely free, four different locations. It is the longest-running Division I college men's and women's tennis tournament in the country. Andy gives us some insight about how it works, how he got the job, what it entails, and how you can enjoy it. So please check it out. Again, it's this weekend. Thanks for listening. As usual, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and everywhere else you listen. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Order on the Courts podcast. I'm Scott, as you know. Um, today is the um, second episode of one we did earlier. A few weeks ago, I was able to sit with my buddy, Denny Schachter, and talk about the Milwaukee Tennis Classic. Well, we are now four and a half, four days away from this thing starting, and I have a special guest. We have with us Andy Volker. He is the tournament director, which is a massive undertaking for Andy and before I let him get into it this is tournament week Andy so what is this week like for you is it complete chaos 24 hours a day preparing this thing what are you, what's your current situation leading up to a big event Friday Saturday Sunday um, I would call it organized chaos yeah. and um, you know we're getting a lot of communication uh, going back and forth between uh board members, people that are volunteering with the tournament, coaches that are bringing players to the tournament. And, it, you know, there's a lot of emails going back and forth. I told my wife I've gotten 500 emails this week. You know, I'm trying to answer and look at all of them. So uh, it's been it's been busy, wow. but it's exciting. Wow, that's incredible. So are these emails, text calls, are these from coaches or players or – Board members, is it people trying to register or dropping out? Like, how much is it tennis versus managing others, I guess? Um, it's it's between board members trying to make sure that uh, everything that we visualize and have made a game plan to have happen is happening. Um, sometimes everything works according to plan, and sometimes you need to make some adjustments. Um, it's between coaches and me trying to maybe set up practice court time, uh, trying to make sure that they understand the schedule. Um, sometimes uh, substituting a player that has become injured uh, with another player. It's between uh, myself and the operating director, David Frank. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you that David Frank is unbelievable. Yep, I agree. He, he does so much. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, between David Frank and I, we, we talk about, you know, what are the scenarios and can we have an answer for every scenario that could happen? Uh, it's between the head umpire and David Frank, the head umpire and, and myself. There's a lot of things that are going on right now. And, and uh, like I say, it's exciting. It's just time consuming. For sure. Well, for our listeners who haven't been a tournament director before in, in any form, whether it's a large national event like this or even a local one 
it is an enormous task. There, it's not just show up and throw balls out and throw the players out there. There is so much behind it. In your case, it's with the amount of people and travel and coaches. I, I can't imagine. I've done tennis for a long time, and I don't think I would be brave enough to take on this job you've you've chosen. Um, so well, that, that's pretty interesting, even to me, on how the, the run-up to it is. Um, so just to refresh everybody's memory from my last conversation with Denny, what the Milwaukee Tennis Classic, um, am I correct, this is the longest-running college tennis tournament? Well, besides the NCAA individual uh, tournament, it is the longest-running tennis tournament. Uh, it started back in 1975, and Chaz Mulcahy, our founder, uh, began the tournament, and he is still uh, fueling the tournament. He He's one of the most passionate people that I've ever uh, met, and he has a passion not only for tennis, but he has a passion for, uh, you know, our country. He um, is, you know, a big patriot. He, the Naval Academy will be coming and, and playing in the tournament. He also just has a passion for life. So, he, you know, he's a great individual to have around you he's a champion and um, not only do i consider him a, a friend but he's a mentor that's great um so i'm going to go over quickly andy just to get this stuff out of the way and you can correct me when i'm done at where i've where i've made mistakes so the tournament for our listeners who we're trying to get obviously we're doing this podcast to try to get as many people in the tennis community to come out begins this friday runs friday saturday and sunday the 22nd 23rd 24th it's going to be held men's matches at the Milwaukee Country Club, the Wisconsin Club, and now Nicolet High School um, on Friday and Saturday. Women's matches held at Western Racquet Club Friday and Saturday until all of those are completed. And then the championship matches are all held at Western Racquet Club in Elm Grove on Sunday the 24th. Does that sound like I got my info correct, Andy? Yeah, I don't know who you've been talking to, but they're right on. Uh, <laughs> and so one thing I'll say is, um, you know, we're very, very fortunate um, to be able to play the, the first-round men's matches over at Nicolet. Uh, Nicolet uh, has put in a new facility that is the equivalent or better than many, many college facilities. And, you know, the college facilities are quite good. So we're, we're very much looking forward to um, playing at Nicolet on Friday. And then, yes, we will move over to Milwaukee Country Club and, and uh, over to Wisconsin Club. Uh, we'll actually have a couple of matches um, being played over at Milwaukee Country Club on, on uh, Friday. Okay. And for those of you thinking about attending, all of these sites are top-notch, great places that know how to put on a tennis event. And you can't go wrong with any of them. So I had a question for Denny that he wasn't sure of. It was a question um, for our our listeners. So I know the format is this, it's a draw of 32 singles and doubles. In the college ranks, do they have back draws, a consolation, like a USTA junior tournament might have? I think every tournament, you know, um, makes up the uh, rules that they're going to have for their own tournament. And so what we did prior to the tournament was we um, talked with many coaches and we said well you know what would you like in a tournament and they said they want matches they want you know primarily singles matches and so what we did is um we have a consolation for the first round main draw losers we have a consolation for 
the first round consolation losers. Okay. We have a we have a consolation for the second round main draw losers, which basically guarantees every school that their player will have the opportunity to play three singles matches. And I think that's a you know that's something that the coaches have um, been very positive about. Oh, I I think that's great, and it's it's fair, especially for the ones making these long trips and spending the money from their athletic budgets. They want to play. Um, I think that's great. Well, that was an answer that. Um, Denny and I didn't know when we talked a few weeks ago, so you've, you've cleared that up for us. So let's get to the schools yeah. briefly. Well, uh, oh, go ahead, Andy. There's not much that Denny doesn't know. <laughs> he, w- he would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to get to the schools because this is another one that when, when I did the initial um, interview and podcast, we, it weren't, nothing was real finalized yet. We had an idea of who may be coming. Are you able to throw out a, a few names of schools on the men's and women's sides for the listeners that um, are definitely going to be here into this week? Sure. Um, let's look at it from from a, a geographic standpoint to begin with. We've got East Coast, we've got West Coast, we've got Texas, we've got you know pretty much everywhere in the United States, which is a great thing. Um, starting from the East Coast. We have North Carolina coming in on the women's side, and that's the number one team, number one ranked team in the country. And so they'll be bringing a couple of players out. We're really, really excited to have them um, coming out to compete against not only North Carolina, but everybody else. We'll be from the north uh, side of California, uh, Stanford. Wow. And, yeah, that's that's an unbelievable get. Um, we're really excited to have Stanford coming out. They're going to be bringing in a couple of players. And um, if we go south a couple hundred miles, we have uh, USC bringing players out. And I believe um, not only did USC win the singles last year and the doubles uh, for the women, but they had the two finalists in the singles. So, um, you know, they're going to be very, very competitive. They I don't know if they were the favorite last year, but they won't be the favorite probably this year. Um, it's going to be very, very competitive. We've got uh, on the men's side, we've got a lot of Big Ten teams. We've got Illinois bringing players up. We've got Wisconsin. Um, we've got the University of Denver coming out. Uh, we've got University of Nebraska, so um, some very, very big schools. University of Toledo probably will have the, I'm guessing, the number one ranked uh, male player playing. Um, so schools from all over, and the level, we've got All-Americans. Um, Michigan State's coming down, uh, and they're bringing an All-American in doubles. So great, great competition. That's, that's amazing. I mean, you, you named off some of the, for years and years, the best of the best schools that you're you're getting coming here and i am not um i can't lie to anybody i am not up to speed on current college tennis but i know generally who the who the big ones are and there's a lot of them there um and you did mention the the badgers wisconsin will be there correct both on the women's and the men's side of course and and uh you know i just got off the phone with uh one of the guys that i've run events with before and he was down I believe it was in Tuscaloosa last weekend and he watched uh, the Badgers, the men's team play and 
he was really impressed not only with uh, players but with Danny Westerman, which Danny's been unbelievable. He has um, I've consulted him over many many things for this event, um, and so I know they have a great team and and they're they're bringing the number twelve ranked team in the ITA for doubles. Um, so I mean that's a great thing. But anyway, yeah the the um, the Badgers are going to definitely be here. So will Marquette. We got local flavor from the schools. Uh, it's going to be a very, very exciting event. That's great. That's a, it's a great lineup. And, you know, I, I, we're doing this to try to get people out there. And I want to remind listeners that this is this free, this event is completely free. You can go watch some of the best players in the country, in the world with their international players. Um, for free at multiple locations and enjoy that environment. And I did want to ask you, because again, this has come up before I was, when I, when I've talked with Denny and others, I think this is a great opportunity for our local Wisconsin, Illinois, people that can get here in a short drive players, junior players to come out to a place and see what division one tennis is all about. Maybe track down a coach introduce yourself to Danny at Wisconsin or any other school and say, Hey, I'm interested. How do I, how do I go about this? Do you think that's a valid option for some of our local junior players to come out and watch? And I'm assuming these coaches and players would be available to have that conversation with. Well, how much time do you have for the podcast? (laughs) Because, uh, you know, what I would say is this, and I'm going to talk for a little bit. Sure. And you can just stop me if you need to. You got it. But um, So um, what I would say is that, number one, um, I've been a tennis coach for many, many years. And a, a big part of the reason why I am with the Milwaukee Tennis Classic is because of the impact that tennis can have on an individual and it could be a junior. It could be an adult player. It could be anybody. Um, so, you know, in my time, uh, coaching, I was a a full-time coach in, in Rancho Santa Fe, California for many, many years. And, um, one of the things that I would, you know, first ask a player that was coming out to whether it was a group lesson or a private lesson was I say, well, you know, why do you play tennis? And the kids always got the answer right. And it was because tennis is fun. So, um, you know, I, I would be giving uh, lessons and come off the court. And a typical scenario for me was that when I got off the court, a mother would come up to me and they'd say, well, can you teach my seven-year-old daughter uh, how to play tennis? And I say, you know, um, first off, to preface, I would say that I, I never say no to giving a lesson. I always say yes if my schedule permits because um, tennis is a great way to to teach a life lesson. A coach has a great opportunity to um, give life lessons through the teaching of how to hit a forehand or how to hit a backhand. So, um, you know, I I wanted to keep on doing that. And um, in my my life, I've um, gone from being on the tennis court full time to doing a little bit less. And I've taken the life lessons that I've learned and been able to um, use them in a professional manner off the court. But uh, anyway, you know, I, I, I think that the Milwaukee Tennis Classic is more than just a tennis event. It's, it's you know, the, 
opportunity for a young junior like you're talking about to be able to come up to a coach and ask any question that they want. And the coach, even though they're a coach, they're, they're just a person like, you know, the young junior is, and they, they want to um, help out. They want to answer and, and give any advice that they can give uh, to a junior. So not only do they get to talk to the coaches, then they get to watch the players. And you know, these players are very, very good. Um, they have given a lot of their time into trying to be the best they can be. They've learned um, algebra by doing this. They've learned geometry. They've learned physics by playing the game of tennis. And um, they've learned discipline. They've learned perseverance. They've learned patience. And so um, when, the, when the young junior comes out and watches those people, it's going to be inspiring. And so there's a little bit of a snowball effect. And so the, the junior gets inspired and they want to go out there and do what they've seen. So it's free entertainment, but it's, it's free education as well. And, and um, you know, tennis is really a metaphor for life. And uh, we've, over the past 15 years, we've had a very special, um, both in the men and the women's game. I'll talk a little bit about the men's game. But if you look at um, Federer, who's now retired, Nadal, was close to retirement. Djokovic is still seemingly going strong. Um, you got three great problem solvers, and so these are things that you know the the players in the classic. They're problem solvers too. They've learned how to do this, and whether they um, go out and play professional tennis or or not, they're going to be a success in life based upon what they've done, getting to the point that they've gotten to, and so they will you know pass that along. To the junior, um, just by their actions. So, uh, great opportunity for anybody to come on out. Not only get free entertainment, but you know, free education in terms of you know some life lessons. Well, well said. I I agree with all of that, and um, I always tell people, you know, tennis is just being able to have a little bit of a, a small amount of talent, a lot of hard work, and meeting the right people tennis has taken me all over the place and uh it's the reason i've gotten to do some pretty neat things in my my world and meet great people and um we really want to encourage our junior community to come out and support watch learn um i think they could come sit for a few hours and leave this tournament a better player without swinging the racket just watching and listening and communicating with players and coaches. So it's, it's really a great event for people to go out and be in the middle of it um, and get to interact with these players. Um, oh, before I get to another couple things, I want to get to this as well, too. I know that there are some some volunteer opportunities, and I know this is going to hopefully get out tonight, uh, this Monday night. Um, so I know you've got, um, Christina gave me the list of things. Do you still need volunteers for sites from ball runners and site management, things like that? I think, um, well, we do need volunteers, and, and so uh, we, David Frank is, um, you know, taking that responsibility, and, and I had a long meeting with him today, and I saw his list, and and so um, we, if anybody wants to get involved, I think it's, you know, it's a great thing, and, and uh, you know, you'll be able to um, see tennis from an angle, maybe that you haven't seen it before, and you'll get to... Um, be involved in a way that you haven't been involved before. So I would encourage anybody to come on out and volunteer. 
Um, ball runners were pretty good. We, really? You know, yeah, we're pretty good. Nice. Uh, we're, you know, circling back to, to um, our founder, uh, Chaz Mulcahy, he's a big picture guy. And um, so one of the things that, you know, he and I, I know we see eye, eye to eye on this, is, um, you know, impact again. And so he's doing a, an event called Lunch at the Classic. And um, he's bringing individuals out that maybe don't have memberships at clubs. They don't have the chance to go out and take tennis lessons as regularly as some people. But um, they have an interest and they want to, you know, um, come out and experience high-level tennis. So he's doing an event called Lunch at the Classic on, on Sunday where people are coming in. They're going to watch the finals. We, we've been working with ball kids for um, the last three Saturdays, and we have an amazing group of ball kids. So um, we've got kids that are you know, top two or three ranked in Wisconsin that, uh, you know, when I – I was a little bit surprised. i got to tell you, Scott – um, I, I didn't know that uh, the, the better players were totally going to jump at the opportunity to come out and be ball kids, but they did. And we've got, you know, kids that are highly, highly ranked in Wisconsin that are going to be um, running down balls and trying to do the right thing to be inconspicuous while the match is going on. And that's going to be a great experience for them. They're going to get to see tennis in a way that they've never seen it, as close up as you can get. Uh, during a match, and um, you know it's it's going to be a lifelong memory. Uh, I don't For know sure. if, um, that, that that they know this. I I think they do. But um, John McEnroe, he was a ball boy. Roger Federer was a ball boy. They turned out to be pretty good players. So um, you know you can never be too good to be a a, a ball runner, and um, we're we're doing good in that um, aspect. But certainly there are opportunities. And um, if anybody's interested, we can get them in contact with the right people. Yeah. So if anybody's listening to this and wants to be a part of it in any form, you've got a couple options. I know you can go to the website. I've been to it. There is a volunteer tab that you can go to. You can also reach out directly to me, and I can connect you with David, or I can get you connected with the right people to get you in a place to help with that. So you've got a couple good options to do that. Um, Andy, there's something new on here that I haven't, it wasn't around when Denny and I talked. Can you briefly mention what the I on court is? Is that an app? Yeah, um, it's, you know, so what we, what we'll be able to do with I on court is, um, we'll be able to, um, you know, have match scores and the courts that people are playing on. It'll be, um, you know, available on your phone. It'll be available on your computer. Um, you know, with this being pretty much uh, not only, uh, you know, um, throughout the United States, but with all the college tennis teams having a high level of uh, international flavor on their team, um, it's really an international tournament. And so, um, you know, mothers and fathers can watch their sons and daughters uh, from outside the country by, by watching Ion Court. So there will be a link to the Ion Court uh, app, uh, which will give live scores to all the matches. It'll give uh, results. It'll um, post draws. So uh, it's a it's a great app that we didn't use last year, but we were excited about it this year. And you know, 
they're doing Iron Court is doing uh, all the college events. They did Kalamazoo. They they do the nationals out in San Diego. So it's just a a great way um, for people to be able to follow an event without actually being there. Wow, that's uh that's a pretty uh, pretty great upgrade to the tournament if you didn't have it in the past to be able to just check on scores all day long. Um, so, and I'm sure you can find that app anywhere you get apps on the Apple Store, or Android Store, all those kind of things. So look for that, um, listeners, if you want to you check out what's happening with your favorite state schools. Um, real quick, back to the schools. So I'm a Hoosier, grew up in Indiana. Are any of my Indiana Hoosiers going to be attending, or is this no, no Indiana people? Uh, we got Notre Dame, but uh, no, no, uh, no Hoosiers this year. All right. I'm a little disappointed in my... We don't really consider, at least where I grew up, I know Notre Dame's in Indiana, but it is kind of its own separate world in Indiana. You know what I'm saying? It's got a different... I, I can understand it's that. Got a, it's kind of like if you live in Illinois, Chicago. I've got friends who live in southern Illinois, and they, Chicago is kind of its own thing. It's just a different different world. So I um, was I didn't grow up a Notre Dame fan or didn't dislike them. They just seem so far away from where we lived. Um well, you, you mentioned Indiana, so I'm just going with Indiana on that one. But, gotcha. you know, I grew up on the north side of Chicago, and I don't know who the White Sox are, but I think they might be a baseball team. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. That's funny. Um, quickly, wanted to mention, because we mentioned them last time, you're the corporate sponsors for the Milwaukee Tennis Classic, Azura Memory Care and Boucher Automotive, have, I'm assuming, have invested a lot of time financially um, and helping get this thing running. So any listeners, please support and help those those two corporate sponsors of the Classic. Um, do you know if there's anything on site during those the three days that those two businesses will will have? Will they have tents? Are they going to be a, a are going to be around during that week? Well, I believe that um, we're going to have. Uh, I know that uh, Azura probably will be, um, you know, visible. Right. And uh, I don't know exactly. Um, I, I Last year when I was at the final, um, the CEO from Azura was there, and I'm sure that he'll be there this year. Um, with Boucher, um, you know, Michael Boucher is a guy that I've hit a lot of tennis balls with. And um, his father, Frank, uh, is very excited about tennis and, and uh, just a wonderful person, and, and uh, I know that they came to the tournament uh, last year uh, during the finals, and I think that's at least partially where they got excited about um, becoming a sponsor, and, and so I know that uh, I, I believe they're going to have cars that are coming out to the tournament, so you'll be able to see some of the cars from Shea, um, but we've got great, great sponsors, and, and uh, you know, definitely want to see everybody come on out and uh, enjoy the tournament, and that will make the sponsors happy. For sure. I do see on the, the rundown that um, Christine provided us, um, Saturday of the tournament, coffee Coffees with Cars, brought to you by Boucher Automotive, and that will be at Western Racket Club, according to what she's um, she's given us. So that sounds like a, sounds like a fun event. Um, so, Andy, again, I'm going to backtrack briefly and then I got one more question. So I know you're you're new to Wisconsin. 
how did you coming from California, what was your connection to becoming the tournament director for the Milwaukee tennis classic? (laughs) I'm not quite sure actually, but uh, I can tell you um, (laughs) uh, that when I came in, I have, uh, you know, a major interest in the big picture that, um, that, that tennis means to me. And so what I can say is that, uh, for the rest of my life, somehow in some way I'll be involved with tennis because I love it. And selfishly, I want to get on the court because it's going to help keep me fit as I get older. Um, but I feel like, you know, uh, it just can have an impact on, on people's lives. And, and I've seen it. Um, I could go through, all of that. Maybe that's a different podcast, but um, when I got into town, uh, I have a lot of cousins here, and uh, one of my cousins knows everybody in Milwaukee because he went to Marquette High School, and then when you go to Marquette High School, you end up knowing everybody in Milwaukee, I guess. So um, the, one of the people that I met early on was David Frank, and you know, to tell you a, a brief uh, going off on a tangent a little bit, I when I first got here, I drove out and um, when I was in Iowa from you know driving from San Diego, I'm driving a truck and I'm trailing my car behind the truck. I'm like, oh my god, my <laughs> legs are you know they're getting a little bit. Uh, I can't feel them, and I I'm, so I call my I call my cousin and and she calls her daughter and and uh, then the daughter asks her granddaughter if she can hit tennis balls with me. Now, the granddaughter plays number one at Wauwatosa East. And um, so the granddaughter says, no, I can't. I'm going to be out of town. And, and so I go over to Elm Grove Park, and I start hitting against the wall. And when I get done hitting against the wall, it just so happens that Marquette's varsity reserve team had started practicing. And so I went up to the, the coach, and I said, you know, can I hit with one of your kids? And now she doesn't know who I am or anything. I'm just some guy off the street and she's looking me over. And, and finally she says, yeah, you can hit with this guy. And so I go out and hit and I had a, a nice hit better than the wall. I mean, this guy wasn't as good as the wall, but it was better than the wall. Right. And, um, anyway, we had a nice conversation afterwards and, and, uh, you know, I said, I'm so happy that, you know, my son's going to Marquette and that you're at Marquette. And that was the beginning of my connection with uh, David Frank. And then David and I talked, we had, you know, one hour meeting scheduled. We talked for three hours and um, it just so happened that some of the things that I've been able to do in the past fit in with what they were looking for, for this tournament. And so uh, I became the tournament director. That's that's quite a story. Yeah, that's how it works. It, it you know it, it. I know it doesn't really have to do with the classic, but that is how the tennis community works, though. Like it's not your story. I don't find it rare. I think the tennis community will do things like you did and go to a park and see if anybody's playing, and you end up building relationships and communities around you because um, they're generally in the you know. And the big picture, most of our tennis community is pretty good people. And I think that's a it's a great story to get connected. And you went from that hitting balls against the wall to, you know, 
doing a doing a podcast about a, a large Division One tournament. You are now the tournament director of, and I think that speaks a lot to the the culture of the tennis world that it's welcoming and we're all connected in some form. Yeah, well, look, um, I'm very, very honored to be the tournament director for the Milwaukee Tennis Classic. It's a, it's a great event. I played in it. I played in it. Uh, I played uh, at the University of San Diego when I went out to um, school in 1978-79, just before they invented electricity. And um, <laughs> so I had a great time playing in the tournament. I didn't know jazz from that, but um, when I came out, and had the opportunity to get back involved with the tournament like the classic, I, I, you know, I didn't blink an eye. I said yes, and um, you know, it's been, it's been a nice experience. Um, one thing that I, I don't think really touched on is that, you know, Chaz. What Chaz has done is he's built an unbelievable team, and so um, we've got these great people that are also passionate about tennis, almost as passionate as Chaz, that have come together and use their skills to, um, you know, build a team that is trying to have the answer to every question from from every angle uh, taken care of. And, and so uh, Kurt Janovitz is a, he's the president. Um, Kurt is, you know, he's a tennis player. He's a tennis coach. Uh, David Frank, the operating director, uh, 13-time state champion high school tennis coach at Marquette. Um, Aaron over at uh, Western Racquet Club is the associate uh, tournament director. She played at Marquette. Uh, Christine, uh, as you've talked about, right. uh, she played at Marquette. Uh, it's an, uh, Chaz. I mean, Chaz played number one at Marquette University for three years. So um, the executive board is really good. I think Connor, who uh, is really you know taking care of the um, legal side and also the financial side. He was a four-time state high school champion at Marquette. So you got a great, you know, foundation to build a team uh, around that is going to help make the tournament be good. For sure. Again, just to me, just shows the the tennis community and how invested they are in growing it to others and and selling it and getting it out. And, and I think that's again. Could be a whole different podcast, but I think the the group you just named and all the others—that's a huge reason why. But well, it has to happen these days with all the competition from other racket sports like pickleball and padel, right? And platform. We need these events to get our sport in the in the public. And while we're battling all these other ones, not that the other ones are bad, we just we we need to be better. Um, yeah. And so that that's well, a great story. I, I would say I would say two things. Um, you know, first off, um, I think competition is good. Competition makes everybody better. So pickleball should make tennis better. It's going to make tennis get on its game. So will Padel. Um, but those sports are good on their own, and I don't have anything against those sports being a, a, a tennis coach. Um, but going back to the tournament, one thing that I that I also would say that I think is great and has an impact uh, on, uh, you know, tennis players, and I'm going to talk about the, the actual players in the tournament, is, you know, you have guys like Danny, who was a coach at Wisconsin, but um, 
Also, you have the housing committee that we have here for this tournament. Uh, Mickey and, and Mo Getz are doing an unbelievable job of bringing in um, residents from the east coast of Milwaukee and, and then in the Elm Grove area. And I can tell you a quick story that um, last year there were players from Virginia Commonwealth, and they did very well in the tournament. But um, they had a, such a great housing experience that they came back and they celebrated Christmas with the people that hosted them during the tournament. No so, way. I mean, what, other, what other tournament <laughs> does that? <laughs> that's awesome. That's, a, yeah. that's, a, that's interesting. Must have uh, they must have really enjoyed their time here for sure, and met some good sure. people. Um, well, I want to make sure we get the important stuff out. Is where they can find information with this, and I know the Milwaukee Tennis Classic website. I've been to it multiple times. It's great. You can really get around on it easy. So if you're looking for information on schedules and locations, anything, um, we want to encourage people to go to that site and follow. I know just in the past, I'd say, three to five days, the Tennis Classic has gone on a social media uh, blitz, if that's the right word, because I have seen Instagram, Facebook, you name it, all those social media platforms. If you follow Milwaukee Tennis Classic, you can get up-to-date information on that. Um, I know you're using the eye on court. Will there be any results on the website, Andy, throughout the weekend, or is it just we're using the eye on court? Well, like I say, I think all you have to do is, if you want to get results, go to the website, and there will be a link to eye on court, and you'll get the up-to-date scores at the moment. Okay. And you'll also be able to get the results. And, you know, I don't know if I can say this or not, but, I mean, if you want more information, call me, and I'll give you my phone number if you want it. <laughs> Sure. How about we have them? They can they can contact me. I just don't know if we want to put your phone number out to the world, Andy. <laughs> we we could, but I think we go back to anybody listening. You can find me. Most of you listening to this have my number already, and my emails on all our social media. Um, you know where to find us. Um, and then the last thing I really wanted to um, throw out here because Christine mentioned it, and I you mentioned it briefly when we started. Um, the tradition with Navy at the Milwaukee Tennis Classic. Can you give us a minute on what that uh, what that entails? Well, that might be a new podcast, but <laughs> I wouldn't be the guy that you'd be interviewing on that one. But what I can tell you is um, that Chaz was in the service, and I believe it was the Navy, but I could be wrong on that. Um he is very, very patriotic. He believes, I shouldn't say he believes, I, in my opinion, he believes that um, part of the reason that we're able to do what we're able to do, whether it be playing tennis, playing a tennis tournament or whatever it is, is because of the people in the service. And um, so he wants to honor those individuals and the Navy uh, and their tennis team is part of that. And so um, what I know about the Navy tennis team is that they have a great coach and they have players that will come out here and quite possibly um, provide some surprises. And it's just great to have 
the Navy be part of it. And I also know that Chaz um, has a direct relationship with the University of San Diego, which is where I started out at my, uh, my college, and with Ryan Keckley, who's the head coach out there. And they run a tournament out in San Diego, and the Navy, uh, the Naval Academy is a big part of that event. Great. Very cool. Um, all right, listeners, so you've got the information you need. Andy, can you tell us on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday approximate start times of matches? I don't have that here. Uh, 9 o'clock in the morning will be the start time. On Friday, we will start out with doubles. Uh, we will follow the doubles up with the first round of the main draw singles. And then when that is done, we will um, be- begin the second round, not only of the main draw, but of the first round of the consolation draw. On Saturday, we're, we're going to start at 9 a.m. again. It will be with singles. We'll run two rounds of singles. It could be main draw. It could be consolation. As I mentioned earlier, we're doing three different consolations so that the players have uh, the opportunity to play a lot of matches and the viewers have the opportunity to view a lot of matches, a lot of tennis. And then uh, on Saturday, which is a long day, uh, we'll probably start the doubles around 3 p.m., which is good, though, because not everybody can get out in the morning. They're going to be able to watch some good doubles from 3 p.m. until probably 5 p.m. And then on Sunday, we'll start at 9 a.m. And that that would be one where, you know, maybe if you have a question about when it's starting or whatever, you take a look on the website. Uh, sometimes coaches want to get on a flight and start earlier, but I'm planning on starting the, uh, the Sunday tennis at 9 a.m. We will have doubles finals. We'll have singles main draw finals we'll have singles consolation finals there's going to still be a lot of tennis on sunday and all of that will be over at western racket club in elm grove right great so just to recap it's this friday saturday sunday the milwaukee tennis classic since 1975 matches held at milwaukee country club wisconsin club nicolay high school and western racket club We'd love to see as many of you out there, parents, families, juniors, come watch. It's all free. A lot of great things to see. Um, Andy, good luck. I hope you get great weather and every match goes the exact time you need it to go. Um, And this also for our our Wisconsin Athletic Club members who are listening, this this tournament actually has a bit of a small amount of your employees helping with this. Andy is going to be joining in us um, as soon as the weather probably goes bad. We're going to see Andy out working with our juniors and Tim's HP program, myself, and we've mentioned Denny Schachter quite a bit. Denny's at the club every day. So we've got we've got some whack um, feel to this and trying to do our best to help as much as possible. So Andy, thanks a bunch. Um, like I said, good luck. And thanks for all the information. Hope it's hope it's an amazing weekend for you. And um, everybody, feel free to reach out to me. Check the website if you have any questions. Thanks, Andy. Hey, uh, Scott, just to yep. plug the WAC a little bit more, um, we have quite a few ball runners that are coming in from the WAC. So, I mean, I'm not going to mention names or anything, but um, the WAC flavor is, is large. Oh, that's great. Happy happy to hear it. It's uh, I think they'll, they'll do very well. So check out all the info. You've got the website, social media. You can find me. We will um, hope to see you all out here. 
and see some great tennis. Thanks for joining us, Andy. Thank you. You're welcome. See y'all.